Welcome. We are the Projectile Lunchcast, a group of friends with a combined professional video games industry experience of over 20 years. More importantly, we have collectively been discussing video games for close to a century, including during most of our lunch breaks. People forced to witness these arguments kept telling us to just get a room and make a podcast. So that's what we did. We don't think they had any idea what they were bargaining for, yet here we are. And we couldn't be more excited to have you, dear listener, join us on this adventure. Projectile Lunchcast, episode 42. My name is Marcel. I'm delighted to be here today with uh, my dear friends Richard. Hey, hey. And Basti. Hi, hi. And uh, today, for a change, we're going to talk about video games, which is very different because normally um, all the conversations we have which are not being recorded are usually about philosophy, mm-hmm. astrophysics. Is that how you, how you say that? Yes, that's that's it. And space physics, you know, and um, I guess cars. finance stuff. Re- Electrical re- course, that's re- Renaissance art. You know, like I've 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 taken a keen interest in Renaissance art recently, but um, actually, unfortunately, I feel like we're going to have to start with disappointment today, <laughs> because you know we have the time-honored tradition of of honoring the games that came out on this day in history, yes. and today, the day this episode comes out, is Wednesday. Sorry, Thursday. May the 7th. Yeah. And I've looked at the list, you know, like I have my resource. It's a website called hpvideogames.com, like happy birthday video games, which, you know, is heartwarming because even, you know, cold commercial products need to celebrate the birthday. And as I've gone through this list, I didn't find a single game that I felt like we have much to talk about. What? You sure? You never know? Yes. You know, I mean, well, you know, okay, I've got. um, You know my taste? Yeah, just hit us with a bunch of obscure shit. Dr. Rudy. Love it. What? No, let's be serious. Only say something if you actually if you played this game, okay? What? Okay. Dr. Rudy. What system is Dr. Rudy on? Uh, MS-DOS clone of Dr. Mario. Oh, oh bad. That sounds fucking awesome. Dr. Chao- Rudy. I need to Google that. Chaos Island. Uh... Guitar Freaks Second Mix. No. MLB 2002. Why do I have different results on your website than you do? And Mario Party 3. Well, did you select May 7th? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so that's that's the first thing I did wrong. I selected April 7th. Do you have an opinion on Mario Party 3, Richard? Fuck Mario Party, man. Fuck Mario Party, man. Fuck like, those are so and aggravating. Dr. Rudy on MayaBentonWare.com. I Boom. cannot wait for you to say the name of the next entry on this list and not sound like a Scandinavian racist. You mean uh, my younger? Yeah, that's not right. You can't say, you can't say that. My younger? No, it's worse. Okay, assimilation. Nope. Roller coaster tycoon two wacky worlds, the I first mean, expansion pack to roller coaster tycoon two. I mean roller coaster tycoon. Play some of that. You play that? Yeah. See, I have not. I've dabbled in in some cart, uh, some some tycoon games. Anyways, do you want to go through the whole list, or do you just believe me when I say there is nothing really... I'm scrolling down this list. It's rough, man. We got, like, Ratatouille, Adventure 2, which I didn't even... I didn't even know they made a sequel to Adventure? Sam and Max is on there. 
Same, but like Sam only like the sixth episode or something. That, so know, that doesn't really count. That counts. There's some good Sam and Max. Hmm. What about the Indiana Jones pinball machine? I played the shit out of that. Did you really? Actually, yeah. Mm. They have that. Um, they have that local, not super local, but in 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 an area that is reachable by train. Here, uh, you can find a retro arcade uh, that opens. On it's like one Saturday a month, uh, but we also went there for like a team. Thing. It's an amazing place. It's I can really recommend. Great. They have ice cold beer, the game, not not just the beverage. They've got that too, and a, and a shitload of uh, vintage pinball, and it is a ton of fun. And yeah, the 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 indie pinball table is is a great is a great time. Yeah, I can off the top of my head not say for certain if I've really ever played proper pinball machine in my life. You, so everybody we should, likes we pinball. Go there after the lockdown. Seriously, yeah. we should place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tesla Effect. I played a little bit of Tesla Effect. How come you didn't tell me about that? Ah, uh, Tesla. Wait, Tesla Effect was a weird FMV thing, right? Yeah, it's a Tex Murphy game. It was. Yeah, it was. Tex it Murphy. was the new Tex Murphy. That's brilliant. Oh, that is uh, the. Was it? Was it Kickstarted or? Yes. Yeah. Boom! Here's your your golden game. There you go, Marcel. I thought Tesla Effect is when you get stoned, say something dumb on Twitter, and then your company loses billions in stock valuation. No, you're thinking of the the other Tesla Effect game that was like an offshoot. It's Tesla Effect AE minus 12X dash 2. I don't even know how you pronounce that name, honestly. I'm not even Like, no clue. No clue. I got nothing. You should not, but you brought it up still. So, yeah, look, there was two good things that came out on this day in history. Tesla Effect and the Indie Pinball Machine. Well, okay, see, I stand corrected. Um, at least I pretend to be, because I don't want to get into any discussions with you guys about these games that yeah. mean nothing to me. And not Mario Party fucking 3. Definitely not. However, things that do mean something to me. Um, uh, today's topic. Oh. And I thought, you know, um, based on uh, some experiences we've had over the years, some of which have been alluded to, especially the trauma caused by Overcooked in on this very podcast, this very quality podcast. Um, and yeah, I'm playing so, like some more Sea of Thieves recently, both with Richard and also without Richard. Nice. Um, I which, thought, you know, let's let's prefer? talk about co-op games um, because. You know, like there, there's always this thing, and I know, for example, that Richard here is a person who always says that, that he always claims that any game, even the shittiest game, would be fun with co-op. Yes. And that may be, may be true to a certain degree, but still, like I feel, you know, there's, I hate um, that argument. there are certain true. things that make that that make that work well in co-op, like you know, um, gameplay elements and something. And sometimes, you know, co-op really does feel a little bit, you know, just like well, I feel. I guess somebody said we should have co-op, so here's co-op, voila. But like you know, the gameplay doesn't really support it. So I would like to hear your thoughts uh, as as um, connoisseurs, as creators of fine video games, and also as occasional, very rarely in Busty's case, player of video games. Um, Look, your first maybe thought. Maybe next time you play Sea of Thieves, let me know. Ooh. Ooh. Well, Mar- Marcel's a Marcel's a, a mystery Sea of Thieves. He's got six crews. His crews don't know about crews. He's he's like a uh, he's like an R and B singer, but instead of hoes in different area codes, he's just got Sea of Thieves crews. I keep I keep my pirate hoes, you know, separated, strictly yeah. separated. Yeah, I do. Stand. Yeah, but I would like to. Sorry, I would like I would like to. You know, like your your initial, uh, you know, like uh, I guess almost everybody was gonna say they they like co-op gaming, but you like your your first thoughts on that before we dive a little bit into like some of the things that I feel. Uh, you know, can make co-op games actually like really fun, and, and some of the things where it's like you know maybe we don't need any more of that in in this industry or like this this gaming world. Yeah. Um. 
co-op in general is 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 something I prefer. I don't really dig a lot of uh, competitive uh, online gaming. Not really my thing. Um, I've done it from time to time, and it's just yeah, it's not it's not super my my cup of tea. And I do enjoy co-op. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of a dual 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 minds. I do think that there are games that I absolutely would not uh, touch or come close to in in single player that that are aided by co-op and i do think that playing with with close friends obviously makes anything a little bit better um in the, so so when i say yeah like yeah even shitty games are fun in co-op my, my stance is like i do not judge a game design um or a lot of a lot of fun factor in games based on the fact that you can play them with friends because like yeah we've played a lot of garbage fucking games or i've played a lot of garbage games that i've had a really good time in co-op with and Basti, have you played a lot of shitty games that that you enjoy because of the co-op? Even if otherwise you would have said, I would never play this game by myself. Really? So like for me, I rarely enjoy is it or I rarely encountered a scenario where there was let's say a single player game with a tech album uh, co-op mode where I said like, oh yeah, I don't like the single player game, but I really like the co-op aspect. Usually when I enjoy co-op games, it's actually games which are made for co-op uh, from the get go. So it's like a party game or co-op game uh, in general. But I, I tried to come with, an, with, an, with a game where I actually enjoyed the co-op mode or attacked on co-op mode more than the actual single player. And Resident yeah, Evil I, fucking 5. True. There we go. Because <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Absolutely true, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking at the top of this, like uh, like yeah. like fun co-op playthroughs I had. I played through co-op with a buddy of mine and it was, it was a blast. That game is not fucking great. And I think playing it alone, it made me sad. Resident Evil 6 is also very, very weird, and a lot of people say a shitty game, which I enjoyed playing with friends in co-op. That's fucking dope. Yeah, it, it it does it does occasionally happen. I'm trying to I'm trying to think if there's any others. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, no. I was gonna say Sea of Thieves. Like I wouldn't. I don't think Sea of Thieves solo is is very fun. But uh, but is it more a co-op game with yeah. a solo mode or a solo game with a co-op game? Yeah, uh, I was thinking more like that. Like they they very yeah. rarely don't want you to play that alone. Like well, they, they I, I wouldn't say they don't level. want you because, you know, obviously yeah. it's supported. Like there's a one player ship one where everything player. is arranged yeah. in a way that you can play by yourself. Yeah. But they, I don't think it is it is highly you know, encouraged. Uh, and, you know, for example, I mean, like I think like something like Sea of Thieves is is a, a really a great example of game design for, for co-op. Because, you know, like in, in a lot of co-op games, obviously, and it feels like that is one of the easiest tropes, mm-hmm. you know, starting from from MMOs with the Holy Trifecta. Um, that you know, very often it's like, hey, you have a, like a different class or a different character, or something that you're locked into. You know that more or less. Of course, you don't have to do it if you want to be a jerk. You can, you know, not heal people even as the healer. But like, it feels in a lot of games like it really, um, you know, you select a role or a class or something, and then it pushes you into the role that a game thinks you should play in the co-op. But like yeah. with Sea of Thieves, there, there's none of that, right? It's like, hey, here's a ship that has all the roles, you know, that you could use on yeah. a ship. So, you know, you could, in theory, if you want, you can be the helmsman, you can be the navigator on the map, you can be the lookout, you can handle the sails, you know, but nobody, it, it doesn't, you're like, there's, I mean, you can say, if you want to be negative, you could say that, like, classes and stuff force people into roles. If you want to be positive, then you can say, you know, it, it encourages, like, if, if you don't know what to do, like, hey, here's a pointer, you got heal spells, maybe heal people. Um, and, you know, for example, like, Sea of Thieves says none of that, right? It's, like, really... Well, you better organize your own fucking crew, or Richard's gonna sail you straight onto the next reef. I, I again. Oh, sorry, I, I wasn't talking about you. Richard was in this case like an example name, yeah. like that, like you know, John Doe. Just okay. Rando, yeah. Okay, okay, that's it. 
Hey gang, Richard here. You might have guessed by now, but I'm editing this show, which means I get to have these nice bite-sized breaks with you. Recently, you may have noticed Marcel's sweaty attempts to insinuate that I crash boats when we're playing Sea of Thieves, so I thought this would be a great time for a little learning experience. The Oxford Dictionary defines projection as anything Marcel says repeatedly about someone else, and that's important to know, because in Sea of Thieves, Marcel is the worst thing to happen to islands since Fire Festival. Marcel has hit more islands than hurricanes. They call Marcel the coconut, because you can usually find him falling onto a fucking beach. I don't know if it's a problem with basic understanding, because Marcel thinks an anchor is some sort of cosmetic loop that you show off to whatever village you've beached your ship through. This is every time. When we play Sea of Thieves, Marcel crashes more than a Bethesda game. Marcel hits more rocks than Jason Statham in a Fast and the Furious movie. But hey, let's just keep this between us, eh? Every time our friend Marcel suggests that his flipper-handed, bumper-boats, beach-breaching method of ship navigation is somehow my fault, we'll just share a little wink. Alright, now back to the show. Continue. You know, that, you know, that was just like, was like something uh, off, off the top of my head that... um. It feels like, you know, for example, especially, uh, you know, obviously in, in like RPGs, that is a classic example where, you know, where, where you have like the different character classes or so that try to encourage uh, certain roles or, you know, of course, like in a lot of like shooters where it's class-based, it's like, well, one of you guys better be the healer because, you know, we, you need somebody to heal. And I think it's quite interesting that like, I, I don't know, of course, you know, if it is, if it is, um, directly derived from that or not but it feels like often these games that do not have that that fallback or like that role assignment which just like well i guess everybody of you could do anything you know you guys better organize your own shit um feels like they can be the more rewarding experiences you know also for example you know, our our adventures in fallout 76 where the game never tells you you know you guys do that role or you do what it's like you guys do whatever the fuck you want and you know try to make it work somehow I mean that, that's a perfect which example. which may just be how development of the game has gone to be fair. Could be. Uh, that's a perfect <laughs> example of how uh, of of another uh, that, that game that game is not good. Fallout seventy six is not good. Uh, we had a great time in it because uh, you know. Never played it since. Uh, no, he, he, I think he wants to. <sighs> I'm sorry, I cut you off. You meant to say have I have I played it since the NPCs came back? Yeah. No. And I I've said it before on this podcast like. Like of all the things uh, 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 Bethesda does in Fallout games, like the fucking NPCs and dialogue is not what I was waiting for them to get back into. Like it's not like, oh man, give me give me more of that sweet Fallout Four quest dialogue. It's awesome. Like I, I was not. Th- that's not a selling point for me. Um, some of the other stuff that they've added seems seems really cool. Um, but uh, in general, yeah, like like I can't. I I've, I've had that game for over a year. I can't imagine hopping into it alone. It's just not. I'd rather I'd rather play New Vegas again. I, just get me that on a T-shirt though, so that it always says that. Do you think that this is about the game, yeah. or do you think like once once like the first taste of a game you had was in my company afterwards, it's just impossible to imagine playing without me? It's definitely about the game because usually I find the absence of uh, of your company like is greatly beneficial to to most of the things I do. Um, but in this case, yeah, like, uh, watching you not be able to see the invisible bugs that were killing you was, was pretty entertaining. <laughs> that was, that was, that, see, that was, that was emergent co-op gameplay. Yeah, it was emergent. I, 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 I'm not sure there was anybody who, writing a design document saying, hey, okay, one half of the people in the party 
cannot see the bugs that will attack them, and then like the other half has to protect them. But you know that was great emerging co-op gameplay that just happened naturally. I think I think what happened in that one was like I can't see the bugs, and then the rest of the Bethesda team was like, "Yeah, we haven't been seeing bugs for decades. Don't worry about it. Just ship it." I have a, I have a question coming back to Sea of Thieves, a game which I haven't played yet, but I downloaded it. You've never played. I'm ready to ever. play it and try it for myself. No, I never played it. All right, we'll get you in. Um, because everyone told me like uh, you shouldn't play that game uh, solo, so I waited to, to to find some friends to, to play that game. Anyway, uh, because Marcel mentioned um, there are some games where you have not like the the pretty strict class restrictions, or you play this role, or you play this role, and then you have a synergy. Um, for my time with stuff like um, Guns of Icarus Online where you have very, very loose class, uh, a very loose class system. Is there a point in Sea of Thieves when you play it where naturally it's like, okay, you're, you're obviously the navigator and you take care no. of the cannons and you take no. care of some other shit. So where you do that, um, even though the game is not forcing you to do? No. Not not unless it, it really is like, like, uh, all right, how do I describe this? Okay, so you're, we're, we're playing with four people. So we're on a bigger boat. You know, and on on a, mm-hmm. on a smaller boat, this is like just the same kind of systems, but a little less of them numerically, not uh, not less systems, and a little a uh, little closer together. But it's like, all right, so we want to go to an island. You know, yeah, somebody has to, anybody can, but somebody should get on the map table and draw a little circle around that island so that we can see where we are relative to that. Um, then someone's got to steer the ship, but the person steering the ship can't see when the sails are down. So you've also got people like raising and lowering the sails so you can get more wind. Um, but like the guy steering can't see the table while he's steering and he can't Ah, see, he can't see much. It's not like, uh, like black flag where you can just kind of see the sea and like navigate, uh, from, from where you're steering. It's like, uh, it's like, you can't really see anything but to the sides, um, with the sails all the way down. Then there's somebody uh, that that you can you can turn the sails into the wind. It's got kind of like those wind waker white lines for for wind. So like you mm-hmm. you can adjust the angle of your sails so that you're catching the most amount of wind. And then there's um, if your boat has uh, damage, like it's it's um, how do I say that? It's not like decal damage. Like it's realistic. Like they will blow a hole in your ship on the first or second level. And you got to patch that up. Otherwise, if your water level goes to that level, it will it will flood from there. Um, you know, Richard, you just like you just gave me flashbacks. You shouldn't have said like the second level yeah, part. That was we'll, that was uh, really a fucking low blow. We'll get there. We'll get there. Unlike uh, those hits on the second level, which are not low blows. They were not low blows. Um, so it's like it's like just just getting from one place to another, and then as you approach the island, somebody's got to like tell the guy where to where to steer to be on the right side you've got to drop the anchor at the right time uh you've got to take your sails down so that you kind of coast in instead of sailing straight into the fucking island um and then there's like a whole crow's nest thing so everybody has by default a uh, a like looking glass and they can get up there and like see if there's other player ships or see if there's anything coming up on the on the island that you're going to scout so there's all these potentially helpful things that you could be doing and it never ever tells you to do those things Okay, but but at some point, was someone of you taking the responsibility as a leader and saying like, okay, you know what, I yes. take care of navigation, and you should stop doing that shit, and sure. you should uh, concentrate yes. on that shit. Sure, uh, we had we had uh, a a f- we we played with um, friend of the site uh, Kevin or friend of the podcast Kevin and friend of no one Marie, um, and uh, they they were they were everybody was kind of taking it in turns to like drive and kind of say what we were doing. 
Um, it, we didn't really do the whole order barking thing. It was like, hey, if somebody could lower the sails, that'd be great uh, since I'm steering. You know what I mean? Um, way too you, nice. Barking's you know, for, fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for example, I, you know, thanks to my um, superior intellect, for example, naturally gravitate towards like the, you know, the, the cartography, you know, like uh, looking at the map and telling people where they should drive. Yeah. But, um, he, he naturally you know, just avoided any of the manual or, or, or any of the labor that you could actually fuck up. Yeah. I see how it is. Yeah. So you could I, fe I felt like League of Legends on his PC at the same time. Right, right, yeah. As long as he could, he could read a map table and tweet deck at the same time. I feel like, you know, at the point where I said, like, my superior intellect, like, that tacitly implies at the same time that I try to avoid the manual labor in the game. Yeah. Like lowering and anchors and sails and shit, you know? Absolutely. And that comes to team fights as well. Try to avoid those two. But, uh, but yeah, no, um, so, so that's that's kind of how the dynamics do it. I, I think it's, I think they should actually get a little bit of applause for that because it really isn't like a, all right you've you've got stats in steering so you should be the steering person. They they do nothing to divide that up. They do a little bit of that kind of overcooked style of like hey th this food has to get cooked. Uh, go to go to town. Um, and that, I mean, that, that does lead to a, a few dynamics. Like I did find myself in the in the crow's nest more often than not. I mean, there's there's a few things like you know. At the same time, um, what what frustrates me the most when I play Sea of Thieves is you know because I have over the past 15 years of playing RPGs, of playing you know games like Call of Duty, Battlefield, Destiny, whatever. I've been conditioned that if I play a game, you know, I'm gonna unlock stuff, I'm gonna get better, you know, or like get better gear or whatever. Um, so you know, that is to me that's a little bit frustrating in in Sea of Thieves that it's not the case, but you know, if we if we if you want to look at it purely from the co-op angle, and that is going back to Busty's question, I think you know that is actually to be commended because like, if if I had been playing this game, which I've not, you know, for 500 hours, Busty, and tomorrow we would be playing with you for the very first time, there is nothing in that game that I can you know like have have an advantage over you. You know, yes, I can get some, I can get more rewarding contracts that give you know that earn me more money and that I can use that money to buy fancy clothing. Yeah. But there's nothing at all where you know where there is a a divide of like you no know, oh that guy's like a high level player it doesn't make sense to play cope with him or something so really mm -hmm. at any time you know anybody can jump in together and play in there at a, at an even playing field you know obviously you know at least you know like in in like terms of mechanics and stuff it's it's more like you know this 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 real world thing of like okay you know this this guy has some experience you know maybe he can judge better. Uh, you know what is what is you know at, at which point you want to drop the anchor so you don't crash into something or stuff like that. But you know, like that is that is like knowledge you pick up about the game. But like statistics wise, Slowly. or you know, like in the terms of like the tools or the gear you have, you never have an ex uh, any advantage over somebody. And I think obviously you know stuff like that. And I think that is one of the secrets of you know what makes a good uh, good co-op game as well. It's like this: Can I, you know, at any point uh, play with friends, or is it like, oh well, I've played this game a lot, and I don't want to play with you in Pleptown right now. Right. Um. You know, which is of course also a problem that you know that that some games run into when it comes to co-op. Like that is just you build up this divide between like the experienced players and the new player. Where it's like we could be playing together, of course, but like for one of us, it's going to be you know like a diminished experience. Right. No. Yeah. Um. But uh, I don't know. Uh. I I think uh, I think Marcel's got a point there because like I'm not I'm not as much of a uh, a progression hound uh in, in games like that like i think it does its thing like certain certain outfits are un are locked you have to do certain things to unlock them um you have to bring your treasure back to to get the thing to unlock cosmetics but he's right like you are only unlocking cosmetics um there's no 
There's no stuff. Apparently, there's some there's some stuff that we might be missing because uh, it's a little early in our in our things. But like, we're I know we're missing a whole shop for a certain kind of currency, and I think there's a few quest lines that make. But but I found that, and there is nothing still. Like you know, it's. Uh... I thought the I thought there was something to make like skeleton ships easier to deal with, but uh, but I could be wrong. E- either way, um, at that at the point we're in, it would be, it would be rather limited, I think. Um, not to say. Yeah, not that not to say that that Sea of Thieves is without its issues, though. I mean, we uh, I I think uh, I think our we, we played what two sessions with the with that gang and and one was they they were both they both had um some pretty great co-op moments. I think there was some really memorable uh things going down. Like at one point, our uh, our ship sank and um we had all of our treasure because like when you when you do any activity in the game you get treasure you have to bring that treasure back to a base and sell it for your for your reward otherwise you get nothing you know so um our ship sank and we were stuck in the middle of the ocean on a fucking life raft which has no map and uh and basically like half of uh half the team um piloted the life raft to the nearest island which will tell you the name of the island on your screen and the other half like um, respawned the ship across the map and like had to sail it through a volcano back to them so that we could get our treasure so we could cash it in. Like moments like that are 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 fantastic. Um, but then in the last session we had like twice we just kind of sank what to us seemed uh, out of nowhere. I mean it turns out that you know hey if your ship's shot to shit you should probably fix it. But uh, but like yeah the the there's there's real highs and lows in that game. And I'm not sure that that's going to do well with with everyone. And also, I haven't seen any of the the PvP stuff yet. But I bet getting sniped in that is going to be something that I, where I'll be like, oh, cool. Like I don't think I'll I'll have the oh, this is a, a neat new challenge that I have to overcome. I think it'll be more like a ah, oh, fuck, man. Like all right, I guess I'm doing a team fight. Gotcha. But you'll see. I'm looking forward to it. You'll be blamed. Have you uh, have you have you thought about your dream pirate in your head? What you want to look like? What you want to do? Is there great cosmetics? Uh, they're they're pretty decent cosmetics. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do some shit to earn them. But but yeah, you can. I I have a uh, peg leg, which is a regular leg stuck through a broken bottle of rum. So that's hmm. that's fun. My eye patch I, is a playing card. I and absolutely love the fact. Now, right? Yes, there's a pet system, and I absolutely love the fact. So, Basti, you know, if that is something you want to aspire to in life, um, Richard seems to be on this weird mission. Like, whenever he goes to spend a lot of, you know, in-game money on on cosmetics, he comes looking, he comes back looking way more than a, like a hobo than he did before. I just don't get the point. So, of like, he, a pretty pirate. he he invests money into you know, looking progressively more disheveled and and broke. Yeah. What what's the point? I I don't get the point of having a very fancy pirate. That's just me. I don't want to be no uh no Captain Morgan. And like I'm that, not that's fancy. why my island on uh, um, Animal Crossing is called Trashfire. Wow. And my goal is to make it look like uh, Vulcanvania. You know that movie? No. What? You can go- Google it for next time. I don't think anybody look PSA folks do not ever fucking Google anything Basti says that you don't understand. Like, yes, don't. yes. If you don't know what it is, don't don't do Google not. it. Just, and just, and be just safe. Block the word in your browser. Everyone spends a lot of effort to make their uh, Animal Crossing island look beautiful and wonderful, and I um, think about ways to do the exact 
opposite while not having it like uh, just randomly uh, dropping shit or finding the right right stuff from my island to make it look like a little bit rundown rural um, island town. Speaking of the fucking polar opposite of good co-op, by the way, what the hell is going on with Animal Crossing's co-op? Uh, Nintendo treatment. Never tried it. Yeah, that's right. But you have you have uh, but you could have right. Like I mean, that's the thing. Like you have you're living with someone who also would play Animal Crossing. Yeah. So what made you decide to not try it? Oh, when you say co-op, like you mean like people taking turns on the same island or what? No, I mean like like you can have different characters on the same island. Like there there should not normally be a reason that they couldn't do normal co-op. I mean like it's it, the, the the cooperative play in that game has come under a lot of a lot of flack, I'd say, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, I've I've never tried it. Like just like the act of trying to visit somebody was enough for me to be like, meh. And I have to admit, like, I haven't played Animal Crossing in a while. Like, uh, the, the Switch has, ever since the game came out, uh, been firmly hawked by the lady it, who plays your Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing every now. day. Yeah. Well, I Look, guess. I, I happily offer my skills uh, as a consultant to Nintendo, as a company, as a whole, as a corporation, to, to explain them that new thing, um, an exciting thing called multiplayer. And how that works, and all the yeah. opportunities and great stuff, and your extra can do there. I know that they had their baby steps dabbling into that, but I think they can 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 improve greatly. You're just gonna tell Doug Bowser to fucking get it right. Yeah. But like you know, in terms of uh, speaking speaking on the Busty's Busty's queue of trash fire. <laughs> Um, Basti, what have like this leaving aside now MMOs, which obviously like there's a lot of like. A lot of core, but like you know, it's like an entirely different beast. That dynamic. What have been some of your uh, most memorable, you know, because we talked a lot about Sea of Thieves, most memorable co-op experiences, and how many of them included me accidentally shooting food? Look, uh, I'm I'm just saying that um, after after that incident, when um, I don't know why, but um, there was this the great divide I call it, when some some folks decided to turn their backs on me and I had to redo all again, all over again. I managed to almost 100% achievement complete. I think they're missing one or two achievements in um, Overcooked on my personal account. Oh. But I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I what, found a new, solo new folks. Solo Overcooked? Were willing to, no, no, no. You, I found new folks who were willing to, to um, play that game with me and I had them. Bastard there wasn't even a need to force them at gunpoint. Do you have an assembly of action figures and dolls with pro controllers sitting next to you playing Overcooked? <laughs> Don't lie. But, okay, on another note, best co-op game ever made. Overcooked. What? Fuck. How is Overcooked the best co-op game ever made? No, no, wait. I have, I have a quick... Sorry. I have a quick aside, Richard. Since uh -huh. you brought up the topic now, for you as an American, which are the three the top three G.I. Joe characters you would want to play, uh, like the action figures that you would play Overcooked with if you were forced to? Shipwreck. Naturally. Moonshadow. I don't know who that is. Is that a... That might be a character from a Neil Gaiman book. I, that sounds like a character from like an 80s pop song, Moonshadow. Moonshadow. Uh, uh, Baroness. Okay, fair enough. And uh, who do I have? Shipwreck, Baroness, and um, God, I'm trying to think of another GI Joe character that, like, I don't want to play with Snake Eyes. Um, Destro. I don't want to play with Destro. He's got a metal face. I'm thinking. Cobra Commander. No, I'm uh, Scarlet. Okay, so you're just going. Okay, I see where it's where you're going for. But you know, I have to agree with Busty. Like, um, uh. So I, you know, I, I'm not saying it's the best ever, but like, if I had to, 
pick like you know like the handful of like the best co-op experiences I've ever had, I would definitely say it was playing Overcooked with you guys at work. You know, like those work lunches over over several. I think it was several months, right? I yeah. don't. I don't think you guys realize how close you came to being fucking disemboweled. <laughs> Who is you guys? Are you talking to Busty now? I'm talking to all of you. At one point during our Overcooked adventures, it really crossed my mind about how easy it would be. Like just how easy it would be. How how easy would what be? Uh, apologies, could you could you clarify what would be easy? I just you know I'm just saying like nobody would really miss you. Uh, I could dispose of the bodies pretty easily. I mean, we could just say it was crunch. <laughs> you just came close. I, yeah, but I mean that's the thing. Like like Overcook is is an unspectacular video game. It's cool and it does set up a cool co-op experience. But the thing that's doing it for you is like. It's 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 the people, you know what I mean? And I'm I'm not sure if that's I guess that's that's probably my biggest question about this topic. Like is a good co op game something that lets you shine with your friends and makes them the highlight, or is it, you know, a good video game? I mean, I think things that make me shine in general are great. So that's why this is the best podcast in the world, for starters. But go yeah. go ahead, Pussy. I think it's a, it's it's a design. If a game is from the get-go designed for having that moment to shine with your friends like uh, Overcooked, uh, then uh, there's a best co-op experience or a good co-op game. If you have another game which might be a great game, but for some reason, maybe even by accident or whatever, it just feels even better with friends, is it a good co-op game? I don't know. I mean, it's just it, it, it feels rough to me. It feels it somehow... Uh, I mean, it feels like a like a like a like a different sort of easy way out. You know, there's a there's a big difference between hopping in a round of 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 Overcooked than it is to play through Brothers or A Way Out or you know something that they really went out of their way to design a co-op story that 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 built in mechanics specifically for two people that that made it a thing or even even like uh, lovers in a dangerous space time you know what i mean like there's there's crafted experiences and that's that's always what i, I feel like should be rewarded but it, it's got to be rough to just be like no oh, we put the bomb too close to the statue and almost blew ourselves up i mean you know for me it's um i like i, I try to differentiate because yes you, you make a good point like it, it feels like you know there are there is co-op you know, like uh, it's really hard to say this like so you don't sound like a genre snob or an elitist or something we'll give you a pass Okay, so, you know, it feels like there is, like, you know, like, the real, like, meaty experiences, like, including co-op. Yeah. You know, maybe some, like, a way out or so, or, you know, like, um, like a, a, a shooter, or, like, you know, like, some, like, divinity or something. And then there's, like, the more, you know, the, like, the, the fun, like, party, quick pickup co-op things. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't put those, even though we just talk about co-op, and, you know, say they all have co-op, I wouldn't put those, like, in the same bucket. Yeah. You know, when ranking stuff and so for example like just over the weekend um I was playing uh some heave ho you know which again yeah. like it's it's much like it's much like you know um overcooked like it's a super mm-hmm. simplistic game where like the fun comes a from the people and b you know sometimes even also like and it's it's the same with overcooked you know a lot of these games it feels like um it the, some of the fun also comes you know from the controls being like a little bit wonky intentionally so you know like where like it it's encourages like these chaotic moments where we're suddenly nothing's working or you know everything is on fire and everybody's going oh my god what's happening yeah um you know and uh, that is that is obviously something very very different you know for, like from these big epic experiences or so where where you know it's 
yeah, you know, it's still co-op, but obviously it's it's it has higher aspirations for co-op or like the experience players should have than whoa, suddenly everything was on fire because I don't know, uh, Basti didn't take the you know the pot off the stuff quickly enough, the stove. Or he just sprinted into you when you were trying to catch across a, a dangerous never, area and never he pushed you never, pushed you ever. off a moving truck and overcooked. Never ever. I don't know. I just feel like like the police would have sided with me. So yeah, I think I would I would kind of like differentiate there between your like maybe as as the measuring stick would be if I have a bunch of friends over for for an evening um and you know that maybe okay they they I know they play games but you know maybe they're not like hardcore gamers or whatever um there's like a a certain kind of game I would I would pull out and say hey let's play that that's going to be fun and there is like certain great co-op experiences that I would not pull out because I would be like, you know, it's it's too time intensive or like it really takes some getting into. Or, you know, for example, the thing that we talked about earlier with Sea of Thieves, uh, with Busty's questions, like, you know, Sea of Thieves would be a game that you could jump right in if you want to because nobody has an advantage. Whereas, you know, something like, like Destiny co-op, you know, uh, that's probably not something where you casually on a whim decide, hey, let's play some Destiny Cobra right now. You've never played this game before. It's no problem at all, you know? True. So maybe it's like a question like of like the time investment or whatever, like, yeah. you know, how much you're willing to, to get yourself into experience because obviously, you know, I would assume most people probably did not play Overcooked the way we did, which was that for several months, every time um, during lunch break at work, we would quickly grab something, you know, from a nearby store, and then for like 40 minutes or so, we would play Overcook co-op together. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Like in the in the sense that maybe maybe it's both. You know, maybe maybe those are two just different veins of co-op, and both of them can do that right or wrong. You know. I mean, the thing with the thing is that co-op itself is not really a genre because it can be a co-op shooter, it can be a co-op party game, it can be a co-op puzzler or whatever, right? But it is not really a genre in itself. So I think maybe here's a, the problem in com- comparing different co-op games, saying, is that one better or whatever? Because it, it highly depends on what kind of like sub, uh, main genre is that game? What are people looking forward to? Are they want to, to have the party experience? For me, it's always like I enjoy co-op most if I play with more than two people and have like a, like a good fun time. Huh. While I absolutely agree on that, the stuff like A Way Out is an absolutely stunning Almost like a like a very very um, delicate, delicately crafted single player game for two players, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I I, I get what you're saying. I yeah, I think I think there's probably room for both. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess because like, I I used to kind of be like, hey, there 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 there's people putting work into into making co-op kind of advance, but uh, but perhaps that was a little short-sighted. I mean, you know, going back to like to that point, like, do you think like for you know for for like a co-op experience, like, is it important like this having this uh, this ability that you know somebody can just jump on at any random moment and be like, let's have some fun, which you know, for example, like for me, one of I think one of my defining co-op experiences will forever be um, uh, like it's the entire series, but like sp- very specifically Halo One. Yeah, Halo um, because like when when I had that, uh, you know, like uh, frequently a friend would drop by, like, hey, you know, I want to see, like, I want to see Halo because you know, like oh, people yeah. had heard about it. And it was always like the second level. You're like the first time you drive around with the warthog around like that open world on yeah. on the Halo ring. People were like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like you know, just like back then, it was completely mind blowing. Like one of us can drive and one of us can be you know, gun the, sorry, can be the gunner on the warthog. That's amazing. You know, that is like that is the future of gaming. You know, that's what it felt like, kind of like because it was such a wild new experience at the time. So do you think like some of that, you know, that that 
pick up and like having immediate fun has has li- been ruined a little bit by like you know, like people like me who who <laughs> want that that progression and you know, like stuff to unlock and like getting that feeling of you know, like I'm progressing at you know at the cost of like oh I guess we cannot play together because I'm level two hundred and you're like level scum. Uh, no, I mean, because that still happens, you know, like, like we, we, we almost played Neo in co-op before, you know, we kind of had like the talk about how, hey, it's probably not, you know, a game that you guys would super enjoy. Outside yeah, but of... I was MLG level at that already. <laughs> yes. Um, but, but like, if you wanted to get in and play, uh, play Neo now, we could, we couldn't do it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm too leveled to, to have a decent time with you. It, it would be difficult. Um. So I mean that 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 still happens and and bad badly thought out co-op still happens. So I mean like like I think there's still a lot of room to go in terms of getting even the basics right. But but you know there's there's different strokes. I mean I I don't think you should get into Sea of Thieves if you're chasing a rank or if you're you're chasing a uh, a progression thing because that game is very much about setting your own goals. Um but uh but yeah, like it's still, it is still is weird that um, they they do try to they do try to mitigate. It. Like, didn't Diablo do that or something? Like, they would they would dumb you down to your like the lowest party members level, or did they drag people up? Like, I forget how that worked. But they um, did. Yeah, some 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 games do it. I think um, I remember, for example, notably, I think Guild Wars Two. Like every zone has a level. And if you are, you know, like if it's a, like a level five zone and it's mm-hmm. like a level, you're like a level 80 character. Like if you play that with a friend, you still, you know, like you are a level five character, essentially. A lot um, of MMOs. So, you know, so, you do, so, you, so you don't ruin it that for your friends. The way Richard ruined Neo for me. <clears throat> no, that's <laughs> was, not true. I was it's, keeping you was, safe. You did a great job. That, you actually did keep me safe. I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Had your, had your back. So you guys, I mean, like, so so Halo was your big defining co-op moment. Basti, do you have a big defining co-op moment? Not not one game, but I think the the thing, come like like my idea of this easy to drop in and out and having fun with friends coming from 16-bit era gaming. To be honest, like, uh, I just uh, thought about that because uh, of the release of the new Streets of Rage. Oh yeah, that I enjoyed Street of Rage a shit ton on my um, Mega Drive, my Genesis. That is and from that 16-bit era, there was so many games where just like oh, you take a gamepad, enjoy, and having fun, or even like with the N64, having more than two players um, joining for for having fun. I think this is like the defining experience for me. So you like that hop in, hop out kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. But but here I have a question for you, Basti, because you know I I never had one of those consoles, but it always feels to me like that one of the defining traits of like a lot of like the 16-bit or whatever games is that they were balls hard. Yeah. So doesn't that kind of like you know doesn't that kind of like collide with this idea of like hey let's just grab a control let's have fun together with like somebody who is not also into into the game or like uh, I mean I think you're thinking of like there's a difference between like quarter quarter vacuum difficulty and impenetrable hard to hard to understand difficulty like you could hop in on a co-op beat 'em up and understand how how to play it in a couple a couple minutes you know what I mean that's your punch that's your kick but. Uh, yeah, you still get you still get beat up a little bit. I mean, even by by Super Nintendo, like that stuff was starting to ease off quite a bit. Yeah, the NES eight bit eight bit era was way more obnoxious when it come to to the uh, to the history of like coming from arcade and and just eating up your quarters. And many games on the NES were like rock hard or 
I think there are even like instances where Japanese, the Japanese version was way easier, but then they made it harder for the American or European market because they thought, oh, it's more value for the money if they have, uh, if they need a longer time to actually play through that game, or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of artificial lengthening of, of play times. But uh, but I don't know. Like I can still see it. I mean, and I guess the test would be playing Streets of Rage 4, uh, which is getting pretty decent reviews. Uh, which is available on Fucking Xbox Game right? Pass. Oh, god damn it. Day one. Oh, yeah, it's what available on Xbox Game Pass. They, that is, you know, that is pretty impressive, I feel like. Considering what happened last time we tried to play Sea of Thieves, I thought your Xbox Game Pass uh, shilling was done with. No, it, it was not, it was not the Xbox Game, Game Pass pa- that Basti stumbled down the stairs. It was not the Xbox Game Pass's fault. Yeah. No, it was the Microsoft ga- uh, Game Store on PC fault. Yeah, different companies. Holy shit! Uh-uh. No, not different companies. Different offer. <laughs> Unfucking. Uh, like uh, to full disclosure, I have uh, maybe some of our listeners uh, has a clue. I have a big problem with the Xbox. Um, Game Pass app on PC because every time I log in there uh, I'm getting a black screen and we spent one and a half hours last time trying to fix that issue with a lot of Google Foo and a lot of like obnoxious uh, game support knowledge and all this kind of like stuff yeah. but we were not able to manage so I had to download it, uh, that game on my Xbox just make, sure you have you, any... uh, just make sure you patch it before we play this week oh, is there, was there a new new patch out? there always is just, just, just do it okay. I know it's the games as a service future, Busty. Embrace yeah. it. I mean, uh, excessive patching, if we're talking about uh, shared gameplay experiences, is the reason why I'm not playing uh, Modern Warfare with a friend of mine. Thanks, Sony. I'm not sure. Sh- well, you know. Uh, someone, is, someone fucked up there. Oh, also a question about know. Call. Because you mentioned Modern Warfare. Is... Uh... For you, but if, like I've no, no no idea how it is about the actual definition of co-op, but it's like a multiplayer PvP shooter no. where you can group up with friends a co-op game. No. Or is it a multiplayer, it's a multiplayer PvP game. game? It's a PvP game. I, I so mean, you would I, play I, yeah. with PvE or mainly PvE. Mainly PvE. Like like I said, I I, I think uh, I think there's so one of the things that we did in Sea of Thieves was uh, was one of these skeleton forts, and it took us. I would say conservatively fucking forever. Um, but like the thing is, while you're doing that, it puts a it puts a big kind of sign in the in the sky that you're doing that, and other ships can come and try to take your treasure. And it's like again, remember, like if you don't get out with the treasure, you don't get anything. You know, you have to go cash that shit in. And uh, I was I was saying like it didn't happen to us. We fucked up all on our own. But uh, had we done that big like what was it half hour forty minutes, Marcel? Yeah, probably half an hour too. Yeah, half hour adventure, got all the stuff on the ship, and then like some dinks just rolled across that had played for a long time and shot us to shit and took our stuff. Like that would be quite the dimming effect for for me personally. I know, I know, I know. There, there's a whole market on it. Believe me, I I, I know from Hunt and Tarkov and and Sea of Thieves that there that that is that is a big part of the thrill for a lot of people. But to me, it's like going underpowered into a PvP fight after that would be pretty dimming for me so so i would say a lot of a lot of pvp stuff is kind of a negative hurt for me like i don't i don't get excited for it personally I, every now and then but uh but no i mean that's not that's not exactly but you know I'm... one thing i want to give a shout out to because i think it's awesome like in you know in terms of what we just talked about is for example 
I can't remember. I think it was Gears of War four. I will. I would assume Gears five also does it. Yeah. Um, in co-op, each player can separately select a difficulty. Oh, that's and like the way how much damage you deal and how much damage you take is is uh, you know unique to your difficulty level. Oh, okay. So I think that is, for example, like something very cool, you know, where it's like, hey, you know, if because that is, for example, a um a thing, you know, that 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 has happened to me, like in the past, you know, uh, uh, as we just mentioned, I'm I'm a huge Halo fan, and you know, for example, my my, my girlfriend uh, slash fiance has um. Yeah. She, Asked she me like, would... hey, should we should we maybe play some Halo? And I was, uh, you know, the, the thing is always for me, it's like, well, you know, for example, like playing as, as somebody who plays a ton of shooters, and who has played these games for hundreds of hours, um, and with playing somebody who never plays shooters, you know, for the first time, you know, it's it's always going to be a compromise, right? It's like, okay, either we play it at a, you know, at a pace or difficulty where it's where it's fun for you, but then you know, it's it's like sleepwalking for me. Or you know, a play like I would normally play, but that's not going to be fun for you. And so I think like something like they do with Gears of War, yeah. where each player can select the individual difficulty. I think that is awesome. You know, so, like yeah. I think that definitely needs to be commended. I think like more companies should do stuff like that wherever it's applicable, of course. I, I think it would be great if your girlfriend didn't have to carry you through your, all your Halo campaigns on on Heroic or Legendary. Um, so maybe maybe switch to Gears, I guess. That's a good point, yeah. yeah but um, you know, switching switching is a good point. Let's look at the other way around. Like, what are your most hated, like you know, co-op game Oof. pet peeves, design decisions? Like one thing I always hate. Like for example, in this in this case, I also have to call out Gears of War, but negatively this time. Okay. Um, traditionally, whenever new Gears of War comes out, like the following Christmas, I will try to play it through co-op with it, uh, with my brother at my parents' house, you know, because okay. you know that's when we see each other, Aww. and um. And every time, you know, there's one of these situations, you know, where it's like somebody has to hold up a bar that the other character goes under. Or, you know, like you both have to open the door together. Like, you know, we almost at the same time, we always say, oh, look, it's great co-op gameplay. You know, because like it's such a cliche thing, like this very forced of like, um, yeah, you know, you cannot you cannot open this door by yourself. I think you need a co-op friend to do that. And obviously, you know, I mean, it's. I know, like a lot of these things are just, you know, um, tricks for 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 level streaming, but like still, that is something that I always hate. Like it's such a stupid cliche at this point with co-op games. It's like, hey, um, I could I could just duck under this thing and walk on, but like, I think it would be better if the if the other guy held the thing like five centimeters up so I could duck underneath, what I could have just done fine or something like that. Because so, it always feels so forced and contrived. So like, you know, what are, what are some of the things that maybe you you keep seeing in games and think to yourself, really again? Uh, Japan. Japan? Yeah, Japan. Uh, I, I haven't seen it again. I think I think the most egregious one that I saw in the last couple of years was uh, was Monster Hunter World. Um, like like joining or or co-oping on random random hunts is fine, but like the the uh, campaign, which is probably the best introduction for new players. So if you're trying to get someone into Monster Hunter and you're like, oh, we can play co-op, let's do it. Um, they had this weird thing where the uh, the player would have to see the cutscene for the monster. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so it's like it wasn't even just like you had to like you had to load up the mission. Let's say I wanted to co-op with you. I I would have had to load up the mission, go until I see the monster for the first time. There's always a cons- a cutscene to introduce the monster. 
um, in the mission. And like after that, it's like, all right, now you can co-op, but you're still in the middle of the mission. Like it's time for the monster fight at that point. So you have to like put up an SOS flare for your friends to join in. And that's, that's even after you get through all the, like make my lobby friends only or, or, or how to join while they're sitting in the, uh, in the, in the common area like that stuff like that fucking baffles me. Um, yeah. and I, I do, uh, I, I do find it weird. Like, like I, I, I'm surprised that, uh, that, uh, from, um, bent as far as they did instead of like sticking with their normal stance of like, no, fuck you. We don't want you to have an organized co-op party. Like we, we, we're not doing that. Like their co-op is, is really kind of wacky and disjointed and, uh, would make for a bizarre playthrough. Uh, that, that, that would, that would be a hard time, um, to organize. But like they should have done that. Like every time they put in co-op features, it just kind of let it, it's like, all right, you went from no co-op to kind of crap-ass co-op that only fits in certain situations. What I don't get, especially with with Monster Hunter World, because I remember when you helped me when I started playing Monster Hunter World, and you helped me with my baby character account through a campaign. How much like hassle we had, yeah, with that stuff. Like this is Monster. How old is the Monster Hunter series now? For when was the first Monster Hunter game? Fucking forever old. Uh, and there was shit. always a multiplayer kind of like co-op game, right? Uh, I'm not sure when it came in, but yeah, yeah, I would say that's a that's a core tenant of the series. From, from so how do they pull this Nintendo level shit of like co-op implementation? I I think it's just for them, such it's... a long established series. Is it a Japanese? Might be indeed a Japanese thing. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'm thinking there's probably just a different culture around a lot. I mean, first of all, like the quality of life fixes in in, in Monster Hunter World are are kind of shocking. Like the extent of them, and like to to get like, all right, now you can just sharpen your weapon as many times as you want, for example, or oh, you didn't forget to bring the fucking map, you know, like uh, like there's some there's some real Amiga shit in there, but uh, for them, I always think like that was their weird way of enforcing like, all right, we want you to do the campaign by yourself so that you're competent enough to hunt these things in the in the um in the multiplayer kind of d- d- designed fights and stuff but it's like you know you know people you should think that people are going to want to co-op the campaign you should think that people uh in today's gaming world are going to get a game with the intent of purely co-oping it you know no um so that was it, it, it was super weird to me but yeah i think that's my that's my my big weird pet peeve on that stuff is just like there's a lot of stuff to kind of, there's a lot of basic stuff that that there that you can kind of fuck up with with a lot of co-op stuff and it really does drain like having to get somebody involved in your your co-op campaign especially if they're not tech savvy so that's where I draw the line. You mean like the people who already like fail at downloading a game from Windows? I, I yeah no but I mean like it was the same thing so I'll, I'll tell Basti because he wasn't there for it like we wanted to do. Um, we wanted to do what was it Warzone with a with a buddy of mine in the states, you know, and he's he's uh mm-hmm. he, he plays games, but he's not like you know keeping up with everything. Uh, and I would argue, as a console owner, you shouldn't fucking have to. I mean, those are those are supposed to be designed for convenience. But um, so like the first time he uh he got on, it was like, oh okay, it did that kind of like ready to play thing. So it, it you know, Warzone is what eighty gig download. Um, something yeah. So they told him he was ready to play at thirty. Uh, but of course he wasn't, because you know you need the whole download to play fucking online. So there you go, I guess PlayStation infrastructure on that one. Um, so we couldn't play that night because you know he's got America speeds, rural America speeds, so that wasn't gonna happen. 
So then it gets on again, and it's like, oh, shit, uh, I have to download a patch. And the patch is relatively small, but the way that uh, that the uh, PlayStation infrastructure works is, like, it copies the entire game over and then patches. So it was like, hey, you've got a patch, uh, 30 gigs. You don't have enough room left on your on your disk drive for this patch. So what do you want to do? Delete more shit? It was like, no. So, I mean, like, there's there's a lot of little hooks so 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 essentially like that's done like he he's uninstalled it i'm i'm i think we've played our our rounds in the gulag um just because just because there's there's a bunch of stuff and i mean it, it, as cross play as uh as as cross uh cross console play and pc play and all that stuff comes together like these are the things that need to be ironed out now more than more than ever because i mean i don't think the industry is going to wait for console manufacturers or platforms at this point i mean epic store kind of kind of won its right to stay around you know so it's like there is no one more one more thing one one platform to rule them all so i mean this is something that i that i would hope that that people kind of get through quickly or developers get through quickly yeah you know i mean that those are some good points like obviously um like what what is really gonna you know help like the whole idea of co-op is is the Hopefully, in the future, to have um, you know cross-platform where it's applicable, have cross-progression. Truly, you know, obviously, the thing that makes that makes Fortnite the hit that it is this idea of like, you know, I want to play something with these other kids from school. It doesn't matter what platform they have, what phone they have, we can play that game together. Right. Um, that yeah, obviously, that it it would be great if that became the future more and more somehow. Um. I feel like anything, and yeah, you mentioned some good examples, Richard. I think like anything that you know, that needlessly stands between you and and having fun together with friends. Obviously, you know, you really have to question like, why do, why are we doing that? Why is that the case? And yes, unskippable cutscenes, for example, in co-op or like you know the cutscene right before the, sorry, like the the save point right before the long cutscene, which you didn't cannot skip, is like seriously, who the fuck has like these people must have played games before. They must know how aggravating <laughs> this shit is. Oh, you yeah. would think. You you would you would definitely think. Uh, but you know, uh, I mean, it, it's also hard. I, I I get that it's hard. I mean, like the, the guided games in in Destiny two have been in beta for three years. You know what I mean? Like uh, like getting around these things and 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 finding your way is definitely something that people are gonna trip over. It was just I I think uh I think as time goes forward the it it'll hurt the games more than it, or it'll hurt the platforms more than it does the games. You know what I mean? Like they'll they'll like the the communities will will come to expect a higher standard of this, and I, I I have to support that. That's true. That's true. So, as we get towards the end of this uh, this grand and uh, enlightening discussion, yeah, pick your pick your perfect. Well, I'm gonna say date. You know, it doesn't have to be romantic or sexual or anything. Pick your perfect um, uh, co-op. You know, like what game would you play and which whom, which what, you know, like famous person, games industry, actor, whatever, with whom would you like to play what game and why? Why do you think that would be a fun experience? So games industry, yeah? Well, if you want to, okay, I'd say games industry, yeah. Wow. Anything, I, I, I wonder, maybe it's better to have just a game, a co game we play with two players to play with one person or maybe having like a super team. Let's, Richard, let's put a super team together. Start with Sperry. Get Sperry in my co-op session. You, you'd you'd want to play... What, what, well, what game are you... I mean, I think because you, you got it. You got your answer. Like, what game do you want to play with Sperry? Did a co-op game? No. But yeah, it would be like, what what personality and then what game? Uh, how about Time Splitters? Because that game has monkeys. 
He does love monkeys. Yeah. And I'm sure you could turn it into a drinking game. I'm sure he would I find a way. Either just a party game like uh, Overcooked or Lovers in Spain, just uh, Dangerous Space Time, or a very, very open game like Thief of Thieves uh, would, would, would do well. Are there good Japanese co-op, co-op games, like party games? I don't know. Probably. Uh, Maybe yeah, he, he should pick the game. If you if you Google search that, that's a cop out. A time. It's Sweary and Sweary's choice. We're on a date. I would play anything with Sweary. <laughs> Pathetic. Well, okay, Richard, you better. Uh, what what about you, Marcel? I'm I'm still I'm still putting my dream team together. Um, what is like the only thing that comes to mind right now is Gauntlet. But what are like some other games that have like also a competitive edge in their co-op gameplay? Hey. You trolling people while you play Gauntlet with them is not a competitive edge. You're a monster. No, I'm asking you. you like, what what other game is it? Like, what what game has uh, has like the ability? You know, where like you can also like, if you want to fuck up your your teammates a little bit while while still o- overtly being a co-op game. What else is there? Helldivers. I've never played that one, unfortunately. Oh, because oh, you, you didn't you didn't ask me to play with you, Richard. Yeah, absolutely not. You're not allowed to play Helldivers with me. But I think I would play like one of those games where like you can you can backstab each other a little bit, you know, like to maybe like get an edge. Uh, and I would like to play that with Peter Molyneux. Wow, backstab! Wow. Just, just see, just see what he does. Just to get, see how what he does. You're gonna get fucking disappeared. That's embarrassing. Um, and I guess I, I Richard would, would like to play. Thought that he said he says either Todd Howard or. Uh... Ah, missing like what the fuck, Mr. Rabbit? Yeah, Sam Lake. That's why specifically I did not say it. You know, playing with expectations. Mm, You subverted the expectations. What would also have been fun would be playing Fallout 76 with Todd Howard just to see him explain it all the way. He wouldn't. Like Todd, Todd, why can I not see the box? And he's like, Todd's like nothing over here. Todd's too alpha. He'd be like, deal with it, you fucking bitch. Clean my jacket. Uh, I would think that I would like to play uh any version of like video game Monopoly. Yeah? Okay. With, okay. Ran- with Randy Pitchford. Boom. Uh, you want to play something that involves money with Randy Pitchford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, that game's like... That game's like two hours long. Um, And I'm not... I'm not going to say anything at first. Matter of fact, I think that I would stick to just kind of being like, huh, tell me more. And just see how far I could get with that. And then you check in on me like an hour and a half in and see where we're at. Would Matter of fact, him? that's not good enough. You yeah, can't. I don't know, Marcel. He just confessed to killing Kennedy. I don't know what's up. We were just playing Monopoly. Yeah, I, 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 that, that's that's a better thing. You can't just check in, all right? I'm going to tie a rope around my waist like a, like an old diver. And just like half an hour in, I want you to yank me out of the room. <laughs> just like, see you around. Ah, safe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, would, uh, I, would, I would like to play a game with, with, with Pitchford. Alternatively, I was really thinking that I would like to uh, to um, play like uh, like Double Dragon uh, with Sam Lake, and then I would just fucking use it to dunk on you for a while. You you would use your you would use your your opportunity to talk to Sam Lake to make fun of me. I plan on it if I ever meet him. Yes, I feel oddly honored. I've already written the script that I'll ask him to read. Nice. You know, speaking of scripts, um, Richard, uh, one thing like it would be cool if like one of the next couple episodes. Oh God. Um, I'd like to have a guest. Yeah. Like, how how would you feel about like if maybe, even like briefly, we invite uh, Doctor Correcto back in the future? No, I don't know, man. He's he only shows up when he's, there's something to be very correct about. 
There's some Muslim, like nasty controversies about this guy. Yeah. If read something up on Kotaku. Really? Yeah. Yeah. gone. There's probably a resetter thread about him. I don't know. Like, like the if if uh, we need to consult the experts about uh, about something uh, inevitably to be correct about, then I mean he's definitely waiting in the wings. I'm sure. Busy schedule being right all the time. Tell me about it, dude. I know. Oh well. So yeah. Um. I think more or less like what we've arrived is at is that indeed most um like you know even even shittier games can be more fun. They're definitely more fun in co-op. Yeah. Um, a lot of them can actually be fun only in co-op. Yeah. And that um, maybe in the future we should give Basti a second chance at proving his worth as a co-op partner in a video game. I can't wait hmm. to see Basti fuck it up. I mean, in what? In what in, in sea of Thieves, you mean? Yeah. It's a conspiracy. It's not. Because you and Marcel fucking up, and you just pointed at me and trying to to shift the blame to me. But here's the, here's the, here's the excellent thing, Basti. So there is a mechanic in Sea of Thieves that I think you need to be aware of. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you fuck up, like the rest of the team can vote you to be put in the brick in the ship. So you can stand in the ship's brick, you know, play some music maybe, and then we will just replace you with the cat. We name the cat Basti. He will just yeah. sit around licking himself Wouldn't and be roughly as effective thing. as you are in Overcooked. Just remember, mm-hmm. just just remember that when you when you resort to your typical brand of trolling basty bullshit you wouldn't dare to do that <laughs> he's going in isn't he we, who's the fourth player we need a fourth player i, I we, we're not going to get the uh the uh friends of the site i don't know we just need a fourth player like on obviously three of us need to vote with busting the brick oh um just get sam lake because i've got some things that i'd like him to say for me I mean, Kojima asked me several times last week to do something but he's too annoying at the moment so i would prefer some lake yeah yeah, that makes sense. Has Has Hideo Kojima ever made really a co-op game? Um, I, I think he would consider all of his games co-op games because the other player is just supposed to watch him play. No, but like, but seriously, I'm just like he he has not has he? Uh, he might have worked on one, but I don't think he's written or uh, or directed a co-op game. I don't believe so. I mean, except Metal Gear Survival, of course. I don't <laughs> think he worked on Metal Gear Survive. I don't think so. Oh, it's called Survive, right? Not Survival. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But I think it's also an Xbox Game Pass. Okay, well, anyways, um, that was fun. I hope that maybe in the future we have the, a chance to play some co-op together. Me uh, Richard, if people were to ask you, um, for you know, if they want to a- ask you out for a romantic overcooked date or gauntlets, yeah. um, how could they do that? Uh, as always, you can find me on my Twitter, at Sea of Beebs. Um, it's all pirate Justin Bieber. Uh, we're not going to let any of those fads die. So give me your best pirate Justin Bieber's. Uh, I collect them. I print them out. I put them on the wall behind me. Okay, fair enough. I hear also you are super willing and ready to read out any and all emails that people send to projectorlunchcast at gmail.com. Is that still uh, the case? It is absolutely still the case. If you write me a, if you write me a fucking email at projectilelunchcast at gmail.com, I will read it out. I'll read it out on this goddamn podcast. Just you know, just like as as a small like legalities question, legalities. Um, if if you were to receive a a uh, a email from a spam spam prince from Nigeria or something, would you read that out on Absolutely. a podcast? Absolutely. Okay, excellent. Very good. I'm looking forward to us being drowned in in uh, pornographic spam emails very soon. Thanks I to this. I did not stutter. I'll read anything. 
Very good. Uh, Basti, if people want to give you any pro tips or suggestions for your upcoming piracy adventures in Sea of Thieves, how could they reach you? Hook me up at Bastiantun, uh, nice. T-H-U-N, on Twitter. <laughs> Holy shit, I've known Basti for like nine years, and like this was the funniest thing he's ever said, I feel Holy like. Holy shit. Oh. 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 Uh, also, you know, we have a, for the friends of the Projectile Lunchcast and our seafaring uh, fellow, uh, I want to say something with alliteration, but now I fucked it up, so never mind. Um, for, you know, for friends of the podcast or people that like Sea of Thieves or whatever, uh, we do have a small but very, very elusive and exclusive uh, um, Discord channel. So if you want to invite to that, just hit Basti or myself up on Twitter. Me, as always, you can reach at comcom underscore raven on Twitter, um, you know. Then maybe next time again, if we play some CRTs, we'll stream that to the channel. People can can share in the adventures and the fun. Um, we hope you had a fun time today. We hope you will be back next week with a projected lunchcast. And uh, until then, everybody, both listeners and busties, and even a little bit of Richard, uh, I hope you stay safe and hey. stay healthy. Hey. What? Hey, yes. Okay, here comes the Todd Howard joke. Okay, it's yes, not. please. I'm go. I'm just saying. Like, okay. If, okay. No go. If there was a painting that was like dogs playing poker, but it was just like dog versions of Sam Lake and Todd Howard and Fliffy B playing poker. Would you get it? Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on Etsy right fucking now. Brilliant. We the old school. Yeah, old school. We the old school. Yeah, old school. That money for a girl sweet as honey Got me some roses and a little bling I knocked on her door, she said, what you waiting for? I heard you was looking for a king